there, I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana, an issue-oriented newsmaker radio program heard weekdays on 18 radio stations with 27 signals all across the Treasure State. Thanks for clicking on the podcast. Please subscribe, and we'll do our best to keep you connected. We're also on Facebook at Voices of Montana and on the Internet at VoicesOfMontana.com, where I'd love to hear from you. Contact me at Tom at VoicesOfMontana.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Courtney Kibblewhite, and today we've got a show for you that is going to take you back, that is going to remind you about the little things, about what matters. I know that uh, that the world sometimes feels overwhelming with the negativity, but this is going to warm your heart. We're going to talk to some 4-H kids from Kalispell, Weibo, and Haver, ages 9, 13, and 18. That's all to come on Voices of Montana. Getting to talk to kids across the state about what's going on in their communities and what's getting them excited. I suppose the only people we have to blame if uh, we're not happy with the way uh, our youth is growing up is ourselves. So uh, so that's kind of interesting to think about. But I, I think you're really going to enjoy this. To kick us off today, I'm going to introduce Terry and Tilly. And Terry is the Egg and Natural Resources Specialist at MSU Extension, and she's the Interim Director of Montana 4-H. Terry, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. It's so great to be here, Courtney. Thanks for having me. So what does the interim, interim director mean? So interim director, our director took another position in another state. And so I am filling in in his spot, um, providing leadership to the 4-H program across Montana. So tell us, you know, I got to be honest, I was involved in 4-H, Yellowstone County uh, 4-H. I was a member of the Huntley Eagles 4-H Club. But would you mind sharing for listeners who either may be new to Montana or may just not be as knowledgeable about the 4-H program, could you tell us a little bit about what it is? Sure. Um, 4-H is just an amazing program. It helps youth build community and connection in a positive way. And it allows them to do that while they are are doing something that they love and are passionate about. It helps them develop great life skills like leadership, service, and making a difference in the lives of others. And the youth that are a part of 4-H are truly making the best better. Isn't that incredible? And it, I know as a, as a parent right now, I've actually uh, I've actually got my daughter home from school because I'm going to take her take her with me to head to a Montana Farmers Union Women's Conference today in Mile City. And she said to me when she saw me preparing for the show, you know, Mom, I get to be in 4-H next year. And, and she's only six. And I hadn't yet committed to clover buds yet. But there's a lot that, you know, for parents to decide, do you what, where do you put your time with your children? And, and it's great to have a program like this. Terry, have you seen the slate of, um, of nominees for this month yet? Yes, I took a look and they look like great kids. What, what stood out to you? If, if we could preview the, the next uh, hour of the show, are there um, things about these kids that stood out to you? I think the biggest things are just character traits like determination, grit, honesty, perseverance, and helping others. Isn't that incredible? Because, you know, when I first approached this show, I thought, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot about projects. But when when I look at how these kids have been nominated, it's about it's about character. Right. And it's about yeah. how they do things, not just what they do. So definitely that sounds awesome. Well, Terry, we'll keep you on and uh, happy to have you pop in and ask some questions. You may have more of an insider track on some of these. So happy to have you do that. But first off, we are going to go to Lisa Tuck, who is nine years old. She's from Flathead County. Lisa, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Awesome. What's the name of your 4-H club? The name of my 4-H club is Rowdy Ropers. 
Okay. And do you have somebody with you today? I heard uh, somebody on your support team is with you. Uh, yeah, it's my mom, Mary Tuck. She is a dairy farmer. That's awesome. That's exciting. We don't have as much dairy in Montana as we used to, so I'm, I'm glad that your family is involved there. So, Lisa, why do you think that you were nominated to be a 4-H member, a, a spotlight on the 4-H member? Because uh, I've had a very great year, and um, I've been, uh, I've learned a lot of new things, and I've been trying a whole bunch of new things, and I've been having a lot of fun with my year. Well, that's what's important, having fun, right? (laughs) So what have you been learning? You said you've been learning new things. What stands out to you? Uh, I've been learning sewing a sheep for my first time, and uh, I learned a lot about lambs and uh, how to show them, and it's just been really fun. So tell me about your lamb. What was your lamb's name? uh, My lamb's name was Turbo, and he he was really... He was really kind of energetic. Oh, that's a great name for an energetic lamb. (laughs) Well, one thing that stood out to me on the nomination is that um, we were told you did a demonstration, your very first demonstration. And I can, you know, stage fright and talking in front of people is something that really everybody has to figure out how to overcome. There's no person in this world, even my dad, Taylor Brown, started and and felt scared the first time he did his 4-H demonstration, I'm sure. So how did you overcome your stage fright and what was your demonstration on? My demonstration was on how to sew an apron. And um, I overcome my stage fright by practicing a lot. And I just went over everything. And once I got out to tell my demonstration, I just I just didn't think about stage fright. And I just did it perfectly fine. And I had a lot of fun with it. That's amazing. So you went from being scared to having fun. That is so cool, Lisa. So can I ask your mom, Mary Tuck? Mary, what, what was that like to teaching your kid to overcome stage fright? I'm sure you were a, a big part of that process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When When she started giving it to us, and she kind of clammed up just at home. We we're like, oh, no. <laughs> but we got to work on this. So, yeah, it was a lot of teaching her some strategies if she got nervous. Um, and, and like I said, memorizing it, getting it down so she was comfortable with it. Um, and then the other thing that was really helpful and has helped her move on is that our, our 4-H club is very much a very close-knit group of kids. So we really helped her understand that, you know, everybody in that club is in the same shoes. Whenever they go up to give their demonstration, they're nervous, too. So and and they all supported her and they support all of their members whenever they do the demonstration. So it was uh, it it was great because they did. She gave her demonstration and the whole club cheered for her. And so it just it was a very positive experience for her, which then makes the next time she has to do it that much easier for her. That is awesome. I'm I'm so proud of you, Lisa. That is just so cool. Now I also heard that you competed in the county congress fashion review. Maybe you were the only 4-H member in the county to participate. Is that right? Yeah. So what did you make? Um, I made a, a vest. It was it was Halloween themed, and it it was it was, I had a lot of fun just sewing it. Wow, that is so cool! I I was in sewing. My mother Shannon Klaus uh, Brown is a wonderful seamstress, and I have to be honest, it was her passion and not mine. So I haven't stuck with it. But do you think it's something you'll continue to practice sewing in the future? Yeah, I think I will. I had a lot of fun with it this year, and uh, it was really fun. Uh, and I got to spend more time with my grandma because my grandma got to help me with it. 
And yeah, I think I'll do it next year. That is awesome. So now you're a girl after my own heart because I see that you also have participated in horse. So tell us about your your horse and what have you done with your horse this year in 4-H? So my horse's name is Zippy and he is 23 years old and um, I've been doing a bunch of shows uh, and so I've had a lot of fun with doing with the fee with doing shows. That's awesome. And what what kind of shows are you doing? Showmanship? Are you doing writing or you know reigning classes? What do you what do you do in the show? Because not everybody here um, has been to one of those shows. Uh, I do um, equitation and um, I mostly ride western and uh, it's having really fun with doing equitation. Is fantastic, and I also have here that you, your county helped reinitiate the stirrups contest. What is a stirrups contest? So, a stirrups contest in the county congress is we you get to have like a partner, and you get to um, make uh, 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 some uh, foods, and you get judged on um, the foods taste and I had a lot of fun with it doing it with my sister that is so cool good for you so um you know one other thing that I'd like to ask you about actually let me ask related to your horse participation this is what somebody said about you so I'm going to tell you what they said and would you mind sharing about this event so someone said you participated in horse camp for the first time this year it was a very rainy cold weekend Yet while others were calling it quits, Lisa toughed it out and rode throughout the whole weekend, jumping at the chance to do it again this year. Is that true? Yeah, it was it was really it was really cold, but I was having so much fun with it and uh I kept on I I didn't quit and I kept on doing it and then since I had so much fun with it, I thought that it would be really fun to try it out next year too. I love that because there's so many times when there is bad weather and we may want to call it quits or or not try. And then it turned out you had a really fun time. Well, one other thing that they they told us about is your involvement in making blankets and feeding the homeless in your community. What what is that all about? Well, so we do this uh, thing called feeding the flathead, and it's when we all come to make some food for the homeless and we we make blankets for um the for the people who need them and it's really fun to get together and do that kind of stuff and help other people and we really like doing it so that was your 4-H club that put on that event yeah is do you see do you think homelessness is is that a is that an issue where you live? Do you see a lot of people without homes? Yeah. Wow. Well, what 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 do you think your club is going to do next to help that problem in the Flathead? We, uh, we're not so sure. I don't really. Yeah, that's okay. Sometimes we, we, we see issues and we have to get together with other smart people to figure out what to do. But half of it is starting somewhere. And you certainly did that with your um, with your project. So big, big props to you. I want to ask, um, Lisa, is there anybody that you want to thank? You're getting a, a big honor as a nine-year-old. Is there anybody in your family or community that you want to thank that maybe helped you get to accomplish all of these things? 
probably all the 4-H leaders in the Flathead, they have all helped out really well, and I think it would be good to thank them. Awesome. Well, thank you to the 4-H leaders in the Flathead. Thank you to Mom, Mary Tuck. Very well done. (laughs) And um, yeah, I really hope that, um, Lisa, if you ever get over... I live in Billings, and if you want to come to visit our studios anytime with your 4-H club, we love to have 4-H and FFA and Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. We love to, um, if you ever want to visit the radio station, okay? Okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank Thank you you. so much, Lisa. We will uh, head to a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to a wonderful young man from Weibo. Every year, thousands of 4-H youth enroll in animal and crop science projects. They learn their subject while learning responsibility through the lens of safety. A culture of safety teaches youth risk assessment and responsible decision-making, setting the foundation for a lifetime commitment to safety in all aspects of life. Montana State Fund congratulates all Montana 4-H member spotlight nominees and thanks youth volunteers for helping grow a safer Montana. For safety assessments and other agriculture safety resources, visit safemt.com. Good morning, friends and future friends. Welcome back to Voices of Montana. This is Courtney Kibblewhite, your guest host. And today, thanks to Montana State Fund, who has recognized the importance of 4-H in our communities, and of course, who's our state's largest workers' compensation uh, organization. We, we thank Montana State Fund for supporting this program. And, and we're talking to 4-H students across the state that have been nominated for their character, for the projects they're on, for a number of different reasons. So thank you to the extension agents who have put in that work to identify these individuals. And our next student is from Weibo, and his name is Dax Call. He is a 13-year-old student. Dax, how are you doing this morning? Not too bad. Yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited to be talking to you and not stuck in front of my computer working. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, you're 13 years old. What's going on in a, in a 13-year-old's mind right now? What do you got going today? Well, I'm just here just talking on my interview, and I just wanted to talk about how I can be a good leader and encourage kids to learn and grow throughout 4-H. That's awesome. So you, um, do you have school today, or are you guys on a four-day uh, school calendar in Weibo? No, we're on a four-day school calendar. It's pretty nice. Okay. You, you like that switch, that system? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, Dax, tell us a little bit about uh, why you were nominated. Uh, I think I'm just nominated just because I, I like to encourage people and teach everybody, like, my little tips and tricks. T- tricks throughout 4-H, like all my little, my sister, my two little sisters, I like to teach them how, how I show and stuff, and all my other friends, or my littler friends, the newer members, like to encourage them to keep going, even if they don't want to. And how old are your sisters, when, and what are their names? Um, one's 13, or not 13, my bad, one's <laughs> 11 and one's 10, and then one, the 11-year-old is Remy, and the other one's Camber. So do they listen to you and do everything you say, or are they kind of rebels? It depends on the day. <laughs> gotcha. So you're 13, so when did you start 4-H? Uh, I started in third grade, so when I was about 10 years old. And what uh, what projects have you been involved in? Uh, so th- these last three years, I've done lamb, goat, and steer. And when I first started out, I just did the lamb project, which I really liked. And then the second year, I did steer, and then I added goat to that, too. Wow, so three market animals. Are you able to sell all three of them at the fair? Yeah, most of the time, even if it's premium or whatnot, but it's pretty fun. 
and when when is your fur? Do you guys have a July, August? What what time uh, of year? Our do you... fur is in like beginning of August, kind of there. Okay, and tell us a bit more about your animals. You know, not everyone who's listening has has been in 4-H before. Myself, I showed lambs and steers. And uh, I have to say, I loved the lambs because I felt like I could control them. But personally, the first steer I got was off the ranch and he, you know, ran across the whole community. I, w- I, I never was as comfortable with steers. And then, of course, my dad got me hooked up with the Gillespie's who had some nice tame show cattle. So tell us, where, where do you get your animals? Well, my lamb I, tra- I get from the Ryman Club show lambs out of Ritchie. Okay. And then my goat, I get it from my or one of my cousins, um, Jenny Ree, just north of Weibo. And then my steer, I get it off of our family ranch. Are your calves as wild as ours are then, or is it is it hard to train that calf to lead by a halter? It depends. Sometimes they're a little more wild than the other ones, but you eventually get it tamed down. I feel like they're one of the animals that kind of tames down the quickest out of all all the two that I do, like they tame down. If you keep your consistent in like two weeks, they typically are pretty mellow. If you work with them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, Dax, I want to share with you a quote that, um, and that maybe your uh, former extension agent wrote about you. Yeah, I'm not sure who, but I have to tell you, if somebody said this about me at my funeral, I'd, I'd feel like I lived a pretty good life. So let me tell you what they said. Dax is honest, even in the most difficult times. Even in peer pressure situations, he does what is right and attempts to guide his peers in doing the same. Is that true? Yeah. I try to guide all my peers. Like I said, the little kids try to guide them in the right direction and just try to make the best out of myself. Are there any stories on your mind about about a situation where you had to do the right thing even when it was really hard? Well, like sometimes, I mean, I... There's, like, these the older members, sometimes they ask me, like, what do you do different? What would I do different? And, you know, I'm showing them against them, so I don't know if I want, necessarily want to tell them the right. But, I mean, I tell them anyways. It's pretty cool then see if they actually do it or if not. Right, because they're your competition, you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that that's a good point because I suppose if, if everyone gets better, then you get better too, right? Yeah, for sure. That's cool. Now, they- Dex, I'm so proud to read that that you were honest and responsible like that. I think that's probably my favorite quote in this whole section too. How do you think that your example is impacting other people? Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm impacting just by helping younger members grow and learn by even their mistakes after I tell them like, or help them after they come out of the show ring and tell them like a little different thing that they could help or help to do better next time. And tell us more about your community service projects. What what kinds of things does your club get involved in in your community? Yeah, so we do, like, contrib- we contribute and we're involved. We clean, sometimes we clean the streets or help our clubs with jackpots and showmanship clinics. So we run a jackpot and like, I think it's in July this year, and then showmanship clinic right a couple weeks before fair to help our younger members. That probably takes a lot of work, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's pretty fun if you go and, I mean, like the jackpot, it's not a super big, I mean, it's it's a good deal, but like, it's, I like to look at it for the younger members as just their first ever time just learning how to do it the first time, and it's not super peer pressure. So I, he- I heard your, um, your nominator is with us, Danielle Harper, who's a past Weibo County Extension agent. Could you introduce Danielle? What, what would you say about her? 
I'm say she has good leadership, and I look up. I looked up to her when she was here, and she just helped me if I did have a question or anything. She would help me through what I had. Danielle, tell us a little bit about Dax, and you're uh, you've probably seen him grow up. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for having me. Um, I guess if I were to describe Dax pretty easily, he's the most positive kid I've been around, uh, and hardworking, and he's not afraid to let that shine. Um, no matter the situation. So it's a great to have members grow up like that and not be um, held back just to show everybody what they can do and start to show that leadership. So um, great leader, Dax. Uh, very proud of having you in our program. Well, and maybe um, Dax and Danielle, tell us a little bit. I, I don't know the last time we had somebody from Weibo on the show, but um, we're very proud of our KFLN Baker affiliate uh, in your in your area there. So tell us what's what's going on in Weibo these days. Yeah, we have sports. Such, I play football and basketball and just kind of hanging out and having fun all around and just ranch work. What's your favorite uh, ranch work to do? Uh, uh, I like the brand, but that's kind of my favorite. We all like that, right? But it's only one time a year, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so what are, what are, you're 13 years old, what, tell us, what do you, what do you think the challenge is somebody your age, who you're probably, I guess I didn't ask, are you a seventh grade? Uh, I'm in eighth grade Eighth now. grade, okay. So what kind of challenges do you have in your world right now? Um, I just like helping, maybe helping other people, like in some situations, like I said earlier, those or coming up with new problem-solving skills, making new friends, some different friends out of that I don't know. Tell us, how big is your school? Like, how many kids are in the eighth grade with you? Uh, in the eighth grade, we have 11 kids. I, I know that it can be uh, it can be challenging in well in any size school, but when you're 13 years old, you, you care a lot about what your friends think, and, and the truth is, we all go through challenges. So it's making making the best of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you excited about? We've got about 30 seconds till a break. So what are you excited about this year, Dax? I'm excited for the fair to come up in our jackpot. It's coming up soon. I mean, not super soon, and I need and get my animals like my lamb and goat. I'll get here soon in a couple months and then my steer I have it's I just I'm looking forward to everything with 4H. Fantastic. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you so much Dax, Call, and Danielle Harper for joining us. We wish you the best and and we thank you for all that you've uh, done to support other 4H members in your community. Yeah, thanks. And today we're having a 4-H member spotlight. Thank you to Montana State Fund. We've already heard from um, nine-year-old Lisa Tuck from Flathead County, from Dax Call, who's 13, and he's from Weibo. And now we have the pleasure of talking to Shyla Solomon, who was nominated. She's from Hill County, so that's Haver, Montana. Shyla, how you doing this morning? Good, and how are you? Really great. We're having fun talking to different 4-H kids. So you're 18 now. When, when did you start 4-H? I started about nine, ten years ago, and so I think I was eight. Did you? Did your parents want you to get in it? What What made you join 4-H? So I honestly always really wanted a pig, and um, <laughs> between doing 4-H and everything, that was the way I was going to start doing livestock and everything. So that's what kind of got us on this journey about 4-H. 
Yeah, because I, I was telling somebody earlier, I've got little kids and it's it's hard when you have little kids to know what they're interested in. But um, but wow, the fact that you were interested in pigs at that age. And I have to tell everybody, you need to go to either the Northern Egg Network Facebook page or the Voices of Montana Facebook page because there's this adorable picture of Shyla holding what I presume is a baby pig. Is that right? Yes. Um, that morning I was on my way to church and my pig farrowed. And so... Oh, my gosh. So you raise them, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. Tell us more about your swine project. So um, a couple years ago, I got my sow, and we did mostly AI. And we would get the most we had at a time was five sows farrowing through December and usually June time, where we would get about 16 piglets average out of a pig, raising them up for other 4-H members and meat pigs. Wow, so kids from all over Hill County buy, buy their 4-H pigs from you. Um, I try to, I open it to anybody. We weren't super successful on selling to 4-H kids because you have to have an exact science of when to have your sow farrow. So we did a lot more of the meat pigs than 4-H pigs, but it was a fun experience. Yeah, because that's kind of like running your own business, right? Yeah. So, okay, so pigs, what else have you done in 4-H? I do... Market steers. I just started my first heifer this year. I am in baking, sewing, vet science, and I used to do cake decorating. Wow. I, w- I want to remind everybody, we're actually joined by Terry Antilly, who's the interim director of 4-H. Terry, have you ever done any of those projects? I did um, a horse project, and so, but I have shown a lamb before, um, but I always heard that pigs were a lot of fun. Um, Shiloh, what is one of the most important lessons you've learned by working with animals in 4-H? Um, working with animals in 4-H has definitely helped me with my responsibility levels and just my work ethic in general. I've always loved working with my animals, and it's just brought such satisfaction into my life. I heard you are also a great leader. Um, can you tell us more about how being teachable and how being thankful have helped you become a great leader? Well, so I am... I've had the opportunity to be a leader in a multitude of things, whether I'm the president of my 4-H club, the ambassador here in Hill County, or I'm an officer in my local FFA chapter. But being able to have that leadership opportunity also comes with the fact that I need to be taught as well. I need to be willing to take help from others. And it's just, it's been an amazing opportunity to see myself grow and help others in that, learn those opportunities as well. So one of the quotes that, um, that your nominator said about you, Shyla, was, let's see, Shyla volunteers to help those who need it and completes any tasks that need to be completed. What kinds of things do you notice that, that people need? What is she talking about there? I hate to be idle. I like to always be doing something. I, I can't stand sitting still for two seconds. <laughs> so I know in my county, senior members tend to don't don't want to do 4-H any longer because it's just with everything offered at the high school and everything else, it's hard to do 4-H all the time, right? Yes. And so I know we have a lot of younger members and I love to help them out so that way they get those passions and they keep going through high school and and on in their life. Well, and I think that's a great point too because we always have to figure out how to balance the different activities we have. So Shyla, tell us outside of 4-H what kinds of things. You mentioned FFA, but what else are you involved in in school? So I am an active FFA member here in Haver. This is our second year as a chapter, and I am the historian this year. Last year, I was the parliamentarian. I am on my SkillsUSA team, and I'm the secretary for them. 
as well as um, I compete in the state contest, hopefully again this year. And then I do other things like choir and all that jazz. That's great to hear because some people might, if they're not familiar with 4-H, they may think, oh, she's doing so many things. There's no way she could do anything else. But it sounds like you're you're able to manage your 4-H responsibilities as well as be involved in other things. Yeah, I like to keep busy. <laughs> That's great. Well, well, tell us, Shyla, you know, you're 18 years old. You've been involved in many things. Who would you thank for supporting you along the way and helping helping you to get to the place that you're at? Well, I have a great set of parents who've been very supportive. They they went along with my crazy plans because we went from having one or two pigs to having thirty plus pigs. Oh for my a gosh! While. You're giving me anxiety, Shyla. <laughs> Just teasing. Well, if it makes you feel better, we don't got the pigs right now. I got a great community behind me. It's it's a great environment I'm in. Tell us more about the the Haver community. Do you go to school in Haver? Or are you? Um... I do go to school in Haver. I'm a high school senior. And we have an amazing community. We are a pretty ag-based and railroad-based community here, and they love supporting us. Whether we're at the 4-H or FFA, our community has always had our back with that. I I just love that about, uh, well, I, I think Montana, Wyoming communities are, are, are definitely special. But do you notice it, at this point in your life, do you see any um, challenges that your community is having? I know that as a community, um, inflation and everything, we're, that's a struggle around the world right now and everything. So I look at that and I worry as I'm transferring into my adult life and college and all that, leaving the house possibly. So I just, I want to learn about industry trends and how, how to be an adult quote unquote before I leave the house, you know? Yeah. Now, one thing I, I want to ask you about too, just like, what's it like being 18 right now? I, I think, I don't, I don't know if you understand even how um, special it is for those of us listening to understand, you know, we were all, or adults, 18 ones. So what is it like to be in your shoes? What, tell us what are the things that you are worried about or excited about on a, on a day-to-day basis right now? Well, it's, I guess it's odd because I'm still in high school. I'm still at home. So it's not necessarily like I'm living an adult life all the time, but I'm definitely focusing on getting ready for college and how to grow up a little bit. So, And what, what are you thinking about for next steps? Um, so I'm planning to go into a career of being a veterinary, getting my DVM, my doctor of veterinary medicine for a large animal. I'm planning so far to do my undergrad here at Northern in Haver, but plans change on the daily and hopefully get into WSU or Pol- or maybe Fort Collins for my DVM studies. Which and maybe we'll even have a vet school here in Montana by the time I, I heard we're getting a vet program. So that's kind of, yeah, kind of exciting too. Yeah. 26. Yeah. So... That's that's, awesome. that's really exciting. What um what else would you want to share with other younger 4-H members who look up at you? And I remember the kids who were the older kids when I was a 4-H member, and I thought they walked on water and probably still do. So what, what would you like them to know? Oh, I want them to know to keep going because I know I have years when maybe my animal doesn't wake wake or I don't get the ribbon I want. I just I hope they keep going and don't get discouraged because it's really easy to when things keep getting thrown at you. I just want them to know to keep going and it gets better. Yeah, that's isn't that such a great lesson? Because as, as a kid, too, you can just be focused on, you know, you had to had to sell your pig and how sad that is, or, you know, that you lost yeah. and you thought you were going to win and you're in that moment. But there's always, always another day, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's so exciting. That, that reminds me of just the kind of grit and resilience that I think a lot of people exhibit here in Montana and 
Shyla, you're a real, real inspiration to us. I'll, I'll ask Terry. Terry, do you have any uh, final questions here for Shyla before we wrap it up? Um, sure, Shyla. It sounds like you know not only do you have a great support system, but you are being a part of a great support system for others. And I read in your nomination that um, you help others with their projects and boost their confidence. What are some different ways or different tools that you use to help boost the confidence of those younger members? So I have gotten the opportunity to work with younger kids my entire life. I have three younger sisters, and I have a bunch of younger cousins. And so I've always been the oldest in my family. And all the younger 4-H kids, I see them as my younger siblings. They're kids that I want to help and I want to see them succeed. And I understand how worrisome and how hard it is when we have to go talk in front of someone for the first time or go show our animal for the first time. So I give them the tips and tricks I've used, whether that be just take a deep breath or whatever it is. I just, I help them know that they have me in their corner. You're doing a great job. We're proud of you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Shyla, for joining us today. We thank you for sharing your thoughts and you know, even just admitting that, yeah, you know, I was nervous the first time I spoke too. I think that can be such an encouragement uh, for kids. So really, really appreciate your involvement and wish you the best of luck as you continue forward to vet school or wherever the road takes you. Okay. All righty. Thank you. Thanks, Shyla. That was Shyla Solomon from Haver, Montana, one of our 4-H nominees of the month. Rounding out this show, want to bring up Terry Antilly one last time, who is the interim 4-H director. Terry, tell us your concluding thoughts and how can people get involved in 4-H if if they've uh, sparked some interest today? It's been a great program. These kids are amazing and 4-H offers the opportunity for so many kids um, to develop these life skills and be the next generation leaders. And so if you're interested in getting involved in 4-H, the best way is to reach out to your local county extension office um, or tribal office and find out more. You can also search online. If you search Montana 4-H, you should be able to come up on the state website that offers information about all the different projects that are available and maybe something that will spark um, your kids' interest and, and get a passion going in that direction. And so there are resources available, um, opportunities for volunteers and things of that nature. And so if you have any questions, um, please feel free to always reach out to the Montana 4-H Center for Youth Development, um, and we can get you the help that you need and direct you that way. Thank you so much. That was Terry Antilly, the Interim 4-H Director. Terry, we appreciate your service on on behalf of um, our communities as well. Thank you so much. To wrap up our show today, I've invited Bernadette Jensen, who's a marketing specialist for Northern Broadcasting. And she, I have to say, her along with John Hawley and MSU Extension are really the the founders of this Montana 4-H member spotlight. Uh, Bernadette, what did you think of these kids today? Is this the seventh or eighth month you've, you've done it? Uh, we're actually since last April, okay. so it's been, it's been quite a ride. Come we're up. almost at a year. Yeah. That's About awesome. Months, so, so how did this group compare? What are your thoughts? This was so great. And thank you, Courtney, for hosting the show. And I just want to say some of these takeaways. So, you know, starting with Lisa, nine-year-old Lisa, uh, you know, she taught us about how she had to confront fear and how it became exciting. So that's always a takeaway, even for adults. And, also, how they're dealing with some really heavy issues in their community. Yeah. 
And then, you know, we head to Dax and he is now this mentor for his peers. At his, 13 years old. At 13 for his sisters. And he learned that from his, his extension agent, from Danielle. So I think when kids see, when they see that model of behavior and they're pushed to maybe model that behavior for younger peers, mm-hmm. that, that is a great takeaway. And then, you know, we have Shyla. Uh, she has taught us that, you know, if you want something like a pig or 30 of them, <laughs> connect it to a leadership project. And um, I just want to say, if there's a 4-H in your community that deserves recognition, contact your extension agent or go to montana.edu slash extension and search 4-H member spotlight. And uh, yeah, great, great show, Courtney. Well, thank you so much, Bernadette. Thanks for your involvement and interest. And I just love getting to highlight these kids, these families, and the different ways and issues that they're that they're working in their communities. You know, I so often it's easy to just criticize the the next generation, but what we've got kids that want to do the right thing, and it's it's up to us to get them involved in programs like 4-H that teach them how to be a good person. So thank you very much from all of us at Voices of Montana. We've got Cody Ross, Bernadette Jensen. Congratulations to Terry, Lisa, uh, Dax, Shyla. We thank you all so much for being with us today. Have a great weekend from Voices of Montana. Thanks again for joining us for the podcast. And join us daily Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. for more Voices of Montana on local stations all across Montana.